0: Feels perfect, other days it just ain't working. The good, the bad, the right, the wrong, and everything in
1: between. So it's crazy, amazing. We can turn our heart through the words we say. Mountains crumble with every syllable. Hope can live or die. So speak- i the little
2: to the live episode of the Butterfly Evolution Show. Rodney and I want to thank you all for choosing Butterfly Evolution tonight. Rodney, how are you doing?
0: Tammy, I'm actually doing pretty good. I uh, uh, I don't know what happened. I think towards the end of last week, um, I don't know, may, maybe everything just started to catch up with me, um, but I was feeling not so good uh less than 100 percent. but i am truly grateful to be uh very very close to back to myself so i'm glad to be on here with you glad to uh engage with our members one more time some exciting things coming up uh in my life and so i'm just i'm I'm just grateful just grateful you know me i'm not a complaining guy i'm a very easy going guy and takes a lot to get next to me, so <laughs> what's on I your know, mind? I
2: was gonna say I think that's the first time I've ever heard you say ever. I might be wrong, but I think <laughs> that's the first time I think I've heard you say you weren't quite all way you know, all the way there. Not that you've not been, but I don't think I've ever heard you verbalize it.
0: <laughs> it's very rare. It is very rare.
2: It's it's funny. I'm going to share something um, with you during the show that I actually thought about something you said, um, and I, you might have said it a couple of times on the show. Um, so don't forget to. And it was about the time. It was about when you took the test, this last test for the administ- for to to be able to to get an administrative position. So I <laughs> might share that with you because as I was thinking about. Um, you know, the show for tonight and just the whole thought process of our mind and and how we view and see things, something came to mind, that came to mind about what you said, your response to taking the test, so don't let me forget to share that. Um, but glad you're feeling, you know, back to the 100%, um, as I told you, it's been kind of a... I no, it it's just one of those days, I guess anytime you're you're kind of interrupted i well, I shouldn't say for everybody, but for me and i and I thank God for those type of things because I get to learn so much about myself and just how how um hmm, what should I say? I'm gonna say challenged I am in certain areas, but you know you just kind of get up and you have your day planned, and you certainly don't have have i don't i don't I don't think of things, you know, that could happen in that way. But as I was telling you, I found out that I had a small water leak up under my sink and not really sure how long it had been there. Um, and, of course, it frazzles you a bit and gets you out of the, you know, just out of the norm and all the things you had planned or not planned for the day. But I'm thankful, too, because it could have been so much worse. It could, even with with what led me to, to, to look under my sink, you know, I just thought about that as I, as I kind of got frazzled about having to go through the process, running back and forth to get things that were needed and, and all of that. So um, And, of course, your kitchen is out of whack because you've got to pull everything out now, so that frazzles me. And it just makes, it, for me, it made me think of just how how I need to work on not getting frazzled about little things like that because there are people even now that are displaced wish wish that was their issue that a small water issue was their issue they're dealing with a house you know possibly a house full of water so i'm thankful for that um and and just glad that i'm able to see that i should just not let little things like that move me just deal with it thank god keep moving and live life so um again welcome everybody to, to the show we won't again we're not going to stay on that's something that I, I really would like to start doing for us unless again listeners are engaged and we're talking and we have that conversation going on but I know for for me and I, and I think I speak for Rodney as well we give we give a lot we really do we give a lot to this show um, and there are times when I feel like I just I don't know I don't know if I have anything, to give anybody. And I and I've noticed that I've been feeling that way more 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 than than I have been in the past time. And I and and I believe it's because um personally I had not been taking the time to feed my my spirit, myself to make sure that I'm fed, to make sure I have people that pour, are pouring into me and I take the time to allow them to pour into me. Um and that's even relevant for tonight's topic because anytime you're talking about mind and changing and renewing, it's going to be, it's just going to be uncomfortable. And you're going to lose some people. You're going to gain some people because one thing about it, if you change, then the people around you are going to do one or two things. They're going to be accepting of it or they're not. And in most cases, they're not. And that that speaks of um, that roman's twelve into as well, because if people are conformed to the world and you 're coming out of the world in a sense of your your mind, your heart, your um, character, your choices then it's it 's like light and light and darkness so um Rodney had mentioned a couple of maybe a month ago Rodney mentioned about you know let 's start doing some series or think about maybe doing Shows where we talk about the same Topic or subject for the Month and so Had not thought about um, Anything really until today And thought well you know Let's, let's talk about the mind because it really does Start there uh, and other Places as well so um, Chat line is Open phone line is open 818-691-7406 If you have A question or comment and you want to get in Live with us dial that number again 818-691-7406 in order to chat with us you have to be a registered follower of the show that's a simple easy process you can log on to the site blogtalkradio.com backslash butterfly evolution uh or follow the prompts that you see on facebook um wherever you see it, or just Google Butterfly Evolution, and you'll be able to just it'll direct you there, and you select the button Follow. You can register using your Facebook or Twitter account, any social media account. In doing that, just remember whatever name you have associated with that account also becomes your uh, account name for the Butterfly Evolution radio show. And you know, I know some of you like to remain anonymous, so if you want to do that, then you can create your own username, password, and that way... Um, when you're chatting with us uh, through, the, uh, you know, through chat through the chat line, then we don't necessarily know your your name and so forth. So, um, trash can baby, Rodney, you want to do that one?
0: Uh, sure. Uh, for those of you listening to us, I know we've uh, kind of taken a <laughs> couple nights off, but we hope that during that time you've uh, done something that I know Tammy has been asking for uh, for about a year now and that is uh, Just taking a trash can that you use on a regular basis and just moving that to a different location and then counting um, The number of times or just ev- evaluating or reflecting on the number of times that you Go back and 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 visit um, its old location and the whole point of it is just to get all of us to see how a lot of things we do them, not necessarily because we need to or want to, but because we have gotten into the habit of doing. And um, we do a lot of things because of routine. We do a lot of things because of habit, because we're creatures of habit. And so um, what we want you guys to do, and we're still going to challenge you, is to to just find a a trash can. And understand and recognize that the trash can is a symbol and it goes deeper than just finding something uh, that's made out of, I don't know what a trash can made out of plastic, um, wood, aluminum, whatever they're made out of. It's bigger than that. It's more so about you understanding and and recognizing um, that we all just um, have a tendency to look for what's familiar or go to or go back to what is familiar. Um, and it takes time. And I'm also going to throw this challenge out once you have conquered that challenge, move your trash can again and just keep doing it because it flows right into what we're talking about tonight, and that is. Uh, Your mind, where is your mind? And it's a way to keep your mind sharp and keep adapting to change. Because if you keep moving your trash can, you have to remember where you put it. And you have to remember that things or that thing has been renewed and if that is the case, then apply it to your life, and constantly renew your mind. Constantly look for change. Constantly look for for differences, so that you can grow um, spiritually, mentally, and you can help others do the same. Tammy,
2: thank you, Rodney. Um... You're so right. The the, the trash can concept, and it does, if you really think about it, it sounds so, like, elementary, so not necessary. But, you guys, it is, it has to be an absolute, um, you, you have to just make a decision, first of all, that change is needed. Change is needed, and that means, that you have to realize that there's something, and I hate to use the word wrong, but but I'm gonna I'm gonna use it just for the sake of this show and trying to make this point across because I think we've become so self focused, and at the same time so self defeating, in that in that self focus, um, and everything seems to be about you or me. And until I feel, until we first realize that, and and, and I don't want to, to, to get this, um, I don't want you to misunderstand this because in no way am I saying that you should not be a focus to yourself, that your well-being, your mindset, but it is that self-focus that eliminates everyone else, meaning like if it eliminates everyone's opinion, their perception of their reality, what they've gone through, what they're going through. Um, I've even tried to, to to stop or monitor the need to ask people, well, why did, why, well, why, well, why are you doing it this way? Why did, why, why you did this? why did you say this? Because that, for me, I started to notice that it is. It, I'm saying. And not all the time, but most of the time I realize it's because I would have did it a different way, maybe said it a different way, not because I want to know and understand their way of doing, seeing, um, understanding, but better, m- more of why Why didn't you do it like this or why didn't you say it like this or, or, or that way. So even even things that... We may not recognize. So the, the first need, and, and I'll go a bit further, the first need of the the first um, admittance to this is because the word tells us so. And I'll start there. I want to read, and this is Romans, you've heard me say this, Romans is, is one of my favorite, has become one of my favorite, favorite chapters of all times, And it really, really speaks. Um, of the need of the Holy Spirit, and I think a lot of the times we cannot renew our mind because we've not um accepted the fact that we cannot do it on our own, we cannot do it in our own strength, certainly cannot do it if we don't realize that there's a need to, but there's so much that is put upon us from from the time we are I'll say concede in the womb. I mean in and growing those nine months and hearing um and living the life that the mother is living. Um experiencing life before we enter this world and then then once we're here, there's so many do's, don'ts. Um I shared this I remember um Miss Erlen sharing with me when Brandon was really, really little about you know, moving things, um, the things that I did not want to be broken or, or messed up, to move them out of, out of his way because that's how he learned. That's how he will learn and explore. And, and so let him have his way and then gradually, you know, start to put things back in. Let him get his feel. Let him, you know, touch it, feel it, and then get to a point and say, okay, that's it. Here, we don't touch this. And so that creates boundaries in a sense, but it also allows the child to learn and grow. But when we when we're born and we're living, in most cases, we are living and being taught based on whomever who, who, whomever is raising us, um, their perception, their their bondage, their past, their present, how they view life. And if if we really be honest, none of us are truly, truly capable or have all that is needed for that child at that age. If we have not learned how to truly trust God and be renewed and have faith in his will, his purpose, and his process um, for that to be birthed through us. Most of us are living from, from our own ways, perceptions of life, And while we'll read the word, talk about the word, but how many of us can say that we've really allowed it to penetrate our lives and spirits in such a way that we are redeemed, we're delivered, we understand what this verse truly says. So, Rodney, I'll read it, and then I'll turn it back over to you, and we'll kind of start from there. But I want to start at Romans 12 and 1, rather than just focusing on on Romans uh, 2. So it goes, and I'm reading from um, the Spiritual Warfare Bible, which is the New King James Version, so it may be a little bit different than, than what you've heard. But um, this is basically about living sacrifices to God, and it says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world. But be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And Rodney, I think, um, before I turn it back over to you, I think it's so ironic how most people stop. And we've talked about this here. They stop right after, and do not be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. They stop there. But I think the most important part of this is that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and the perfect will of God that to me is more important because it gives you the why why do we need to to not be conformed to this world but but then, in order to me it's saying, don't be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of the mind. And I think the transformation of that mind removes you from the world, or at least I'll stop there. I won't go too far. I'll stop there. Back to you, Rodney.
0: Yes. Tammy, it, it, it's so funny that we are on the same page. Um And for those of you who don't know. Um, don't know. I know we used to say this uh, when we first started doing this together, but I'm going to say it now. It, it's so funny uh, when we have these shows because sometimes I think it sounds like we actually plan and we mm-hmm. sit down and we compare notes. And sometimes it may even sound like we're sitting next to next to each other. Uh, <laughs> but we are several hours away and we haven't, Uh, had any conversations about tonight's show. But what's funny is uh, I have these things up on my computer screen that you just were talking about. Um, Mm. And after I talked about the trash can, that was when I pulled them up. And I'm going to go back, Tammy, because I I say, you know what, Um, I'm, I'm always Touching on Romans 12 and 2 Like you said, the first half of it um, it, It's one of my One of my biggest things Um, But I'm going to go back To verse 1 And it says I beseech you therefore brethren By the mercies of God And 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 so we know That this is Paul And and I'm just going to spend a little time here Number one, it says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren. So he's acknowledging them as his brothers. And then he says, by the mercies of God, which tells me if it wasn't for God's mercy, he wouldn't even be there or or wouldn't even be in a position to say something. So not only is he approaching these men, but he's calling them his brothers. And then he's also giving recognition To God. Then it says that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice. According to Google, the definition of sacrifice is one, an act of slaughtering an animal or person, or surrendering a possession as an offering to God or to a divine or supernatural figure. And then that's as a noun, verse, uh, and as a verb, it means offer or kill as a religious sacrifice. So, in other words, he says that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. So, surrender a possession as an offering to God. You, so the word possess means to own. And so if you are surrendering something that you own as an offering to God, and he's saying present your bodies, in other words, your body doesn't belong to you, and he's encouraging these these men to present their bodies as an offering to God. But not only does he stop there, he says holy. So we need to define the word holy as it relates to God, not as it relates to what you hear in church. And then he says acceptable unto God. Well, when you talk about what's acceptable unto God, what is God's definition Of acceptable And if we start Thinking about the things that we hear all the time It's very easy To get thrown off Because in Isaiah 55 It says um, Isaiah 55 verse 8 And 9 it says For my thoughts are not your thoughts Neither are your ways my ways Declares the Lord as the heavens Are higher than the earth So are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. So in other words, whatever you're thinking, God is not thinking that. Your ways are not God's ways. We have to get out of thinking, and the reason why this scripture is important is because this scripture is directed towards people who who are thinking, earthly, who are thinking and doing things the way that they were told to do them by earthly people. And so we have to get out of that. And when we talk about what's acceptable unto God, What matters most to God is what we don't even focus on,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: what we cannot see, and that is your heart. And that's why we always judge based on what we see. We judge based on the outside. We judge based on external things. And so what God looks at, what's acceptable unto him is based on what's in your heart. And when we focus on these things, when we focus on the heart, and here's something else that we don't think about. When we talk about the heart, most people point to their chest. That's not the heart that God is talking about. The heart that God is looking at Is your mind Or what you Consider to be your mind What you consider to be Your conscious Because Such as a man thinketh So is he And that's why It's easy for us to look at people Who don't go to church on a regular basis Or people who don't preach, or people who don't God this, God that, that's why it's easy for us to look down on people and say, ooh, 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 I'm staying away from them. I ain't messing with them. But the very person that you shy away from, the very person that you ignore, the very person that you don't pay any attention to might be the person who is considered acceptable unto God because God doesn't look at the things that man looks at. And that's why even when it came to David and they were selecting a king and all seven of his brothers went before him, and even when the first one went, God said, no, I have rejected him. And he said, man looks on the outward appearance. But I look at his heart. So what's acceptable unto God is what's in your heart. What are those things? And I want everybody to think about this. What are those things that only you know? What are those things that you can see but nobody else can see them? What are those things that you don't talk about? What are those things that when that that you don't post on social media? What are those things that are left untouched? How do you feel about them? And it they don't have to be bad. So let's get out of that mentality. They don't have it like what people can't see doesn't have to be fornication it doesn't have to be murder it doesn't have to be lying. it could be you not putting money in an offering plate, but you finding a family in need and just handing them money secretly that could be something that only you know but what are those things that 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 never Rise to the surface What are they Because the things that Nobody ever sees The things that nobody ever hears Those are the things That matter the most to God The real you People like to say Oh I'm just keeping it real Okay When you're keeping it, keeping it real with God What's there I told to this uh, Tammy, and I'm going to turn it back over to you. I said, I may not always do the right things, and I've said this to you know to other people in and in, in just in, in, in general conversations but I'll, I, I i always say this and i and I remember saying this to Tamari to not too long ago, I may not always say the right things or do the right thing, but please understand my heart is always in the right place. Does that mean that I never commit a sin? Nope. It don't mean that. Does it mean I never do any wrong? Nope. Does it mean that I'm never wrong? Nope. Don't mean that. It just means that whatever I do, my heart is in the right place. So even when I'm wrong, it bothers me. I can't be wrong and it not bother me. I can't, I can't be right. And want to rub it in your face. And so I think that we have to focus on those things. If we're really going to be transformers, we're really going to renew our minds. We have to focus on things that are holy and acceptable unto God. And I, and I told a story. I'm going to say one more thing. The last part of that scripture, Romans 12 and 1, it says, which is your reasonable service? And service is something that you provide. It's something that you do. So this is your reasonable service. And the word reasonable means it's not a bad thing. The word word reasonable means it's not hard for you to do. It's nothing above who you are. It's reasonable. You don't even have to go out of your way because it's reasonable. So it is your reasonable service to yourself and to God to present your body a, a living sacrifice, holy and, uh, and acceptable unto God. And then you can move in to verse 2. Tammy?
2: Brian, right, I'm going to pick up right where you ended then and try to remember
0: <laughs> some
1: things
2: um, that you said. But let's let's take reasonable service, which is your reasonable service. And what you just said made me think about this. I think very few of us have really gotten to that point of seeing ourselves in our relationship with God that there's service to do, that we have a service to do, which which really is, at the end of the day, um, and I don't know where this is, but um, about talks about um, setting the captive free, healing the brokenhearted and setting the captive free. And how can we do that if with two and with others? How can we help others if we've not, number one, first realized that we were once and maybe always, in a sense, in need of that in some way, shape, form, or fashion? Because I do believe that we can't do this life and not have some days should not be every day all day. We should not have the pity party or the pity story. But there there are some days in this world, especially that we're living in today that we we will be have been um or will be again the brokenhearted and the captive. In some way, shape, form or fashion. And it, it again it should not always be there. But we're so busy with ourselves um, not wanting to be a servant to anyone, anything, not not even God, um, and we use God as a 911 call. You know, not here. I, I need you now, um, today for this, and then I'm back. I'm back to the world after it's over. Um, but I want to go back to to, and I'm again. I'm using the Spiritual Warfare Bible, and it talks about Romans, and this is how it describes Romans. I won't read all of it. Um, The key word for Romans it says is righteousness, and it's used 62 times in in the book of Romans. But it says Romans reveals that without, which goes back to what you were saying, Rodney, Romans reveals that without a change in heart, heart produced by the Holy Spirit, it is impossible to have a right relationship with God. The Holy Spirit fills our hearts with his love. And that's in Romans 5 and 5. But it also references Romans 2 and 29. And I'm going to find that. What we wanted to do tonight was just kind of introduce this, this subject, this topic. What we want you to do the rest of the week in preparation of next Monday is think about this. Read Romans. Allow God to minister to you. While you're reading it, ask God to speak to your heart and ponder the question: Have you allowed the Holy Spirit to be your guide to direct you to to produce that change of heart that is needed to be a servant to god so let me let me let me read Romans two and twenty nine um And you know what? This is God's time. I'm I'm, I'm not going to rush through this. I'm going to go back to 25. Um, And here it's it's labeled circumcision of no avail. And this is Romans 2. For circumcision is indeed profitable if you keep the law. But if you are a breaker of the law, your circumcision has become uncircumcision. Therefore, if an uncircumcised man Keeps the righteous requirements of the law. Will not his uncircumcision be counted as circumcision? And will not the physically uncircumcised, if he fulfills the law, so again, and will not the physically uncircumcised, if he fulfills the law, judge you who, even with your written code and circumcision, are transgressors of the law. So with your written code and your circumcision are transgressors, transgressors of the law. For he, is not, for he is not a Jew who is one outwardly, who looks the part, and I'm putting that in there. For he is not a Jew who is one outwardly, nor is circumcision that which is outward in the flesh. And Rodney mentioned what we look at. How do we judge people? How do we see people? And this is what what I was getting to, Romans 2 and 29. But he is a Jew who is one inwardly. So who are you? As Rodney said, what are the things that people don't know about you? What do you not want to share? What if we were able to see every thought that you thought, not about others, but about yourself? So, but he is a Jew who is one inwardly, and circumcision is that of the heart. I'm going to say that again. Circumcision is that of the heart. In the spirit, not in the letter. Whose praise is not from men, but from God. But who do we so often look for praise from? This world and every man within it. And if you're living for God and if you're transforming your, your mind, if you're working to renew your mind and not be conformed to this world, little praise will you get from people, from, from, I, would, I would say from the world. You're not you, For the most part, if you are not conformed to this world, if you, you could put the most positive thing out on social media, watch what happens. And, Rodney, this brings, as you were talking, you, you made me think about, and I, I didn't get a chance to talk about this because I don't think we've been on, but Joel Osteen, I want to bring that up, and we can talk about it next week, how so many people, and I don't go live, but I keep saying, I'm going to wake up one morning and I'm going to put this out there and I'm going to start a fire that it's going to take, I don't know, a flood to put out. Because I saw so many people, so many. Of course, they're not talking about it now because it's over and done, Joel Osteen with the Houston, Texas thing. So many people talking about he didn't open up the church and he's this and he's that and he's going to hell and blah, blah, blah. And I thought, how many of these same people have family or someone that they know or knew that needed a place to live just for a moment, who might have been down and out just for a minute and didn't say, Cousin Bobby, Cousin Sue, Brother Bobby, Brother Sue, you can come live with us. We will open the doors of our home and stay with us. But you so quickly judge this man about not opening his church, and then it turned out that you didn't have the full story. So that that to me, and 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 it it makes this is how I think when you know that you are traveling that road to where you are surrendering and your heart is opening, is being transformed that that Holy Spirit is now guiding you because for me I'll say this for me there's not a day that goes by that I'm not able to see some conviction and some wrong thinking about myself and and that I do on others. So to me, the Holy Spirit becomes your guide in showing you, first of all, showing you you, showing you who you are. And once you see that, it's it's really difficult to judge someone else's place and perspective. Now, that doesn't mean you don't speak truth in situations, because the worst thing, one of the worst things I think we've allowed to happen is we have given in to not saying what, is, what needs to be said. And my, my favorite quote when it comes to that is, between what is said and not meant, and what is meant but not said, relationships are lost. We say so many things out of, Um, pride out of wanting to satisfy our ego, being self-focused, and that's what I meant by being self-focused, but also (sighs) damaging yourself in that self-focus, being so self-focused. You're you're defeating the purpose. And and at the end of the day, the purpose is, is to feel valued, understood, and connected to something and or somebody in this world. Social media has has helped us lose that our own self-focus. Whoa, it's me and everything. Um, I'll just sum that up with Romans again. With Romans itself, where it talks about we we worship the creature and not the creator. We become worshipers of self. So much so, so we don't allow people's room to move in. Goes back to Samaria, Rodney, where she says when we're crossing, when we're when we're the walker, when pedestrian crossing the street, you want the car to slow down because we're now walking, so respect me. But what happens when you're the driver and someone else is now walking across? Are you willing to do the same for that person, remembering that that could be you tomorrow, but how soon we forget? And so before I turn it back over to you right now, I want to say the first thing I think we have to do, is recognize that there's a need. There's a need to renew the mind. There's a reason. And then we'll be willing to, to become unlearned, to, un, to just kind of throw it all out and say, fill me up, Holy Spirit. Change my heart. Change my way of thinking. Change my perception of this life. That is based upon so many things that, That's not true for my spirit Or my mind Replace the evil with the good Take those thoughts captive Be willing to take up your cross Whatever that is Daily And say whatever The good, the bad, the ugly That's on my cross I'm taking it all On this day And I'm following Jesus Back
0: over to you Rodney Tammy I'm going to go back To Joel Osteen um, Just because you brought it up (laughs) But I'm going to say this Uh, Number one Joel Osteen To my knowledge Joel Osteen's Church doors Are open all year long How many of the people Complaining had an opportunity to go to his church but didn't go not only that the story of Noah and the ark came to mind because if you think about that time Noah was given a message and people had plenty of time to go into the ark right? And they would not go They were good It was all good They were cool Nobody worry about that? And When The time came If you read the scripture It says the doors were shut It didn't say Noah shut them The doors were shut to the ark And All the people were destroyed. But they had a chance. They had a chance. They just wouldn't take it. And put that situation with Noah and the Ark in 2017. Oh, my God. Can you imagine what would be on Facebook and on Twitter and on Instagram? Can you imagine the memes? That people would make about how wrong Noah was, maybe even about how wrong God was, excusing the fact that they had a chance. Mm-hmm. Put that. Put that situation in 2017. Put the situation with the Ark in 2017. Can you imagine? To me, that was the same thing with Joel Osteen's church. To add to what you said, those those hypocrites, we already know they ain't open the doors to their house. But at the same time, these are the same people who probably criticize Joel Osteen. Oh yeah, if not Joel Osteen the church, or somebody's church, or church as a whole. They criticize, or they have their reasons for not going. And then when there's trouble, well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're supposed to be, well, no, that's not how it works. You have plenty of opportunities to come here. You chose not to Because there was no trouble Now that there's trouble All of a sudden You want to be bothered with me? All of a sudden God is real? All of a sudden the church can be a refuge? That ain't how it works And I, I, I think It's the same way we do our family and friends. Oh, you got a business? That's great. And then they walk away. They want nothing to do with your business when you're trying to get it off the ground. But let you strike gold? Oh, yeah, that's my cousin. Oh, yeah, I know her. Let me get a discount. Let me get that up We can't be like that. And just like it says in the Bible, you got to either be hot or cold. Either you won't, Joel or Houston, or you don't. Either the church. Is your refuge or it ain't? Don't get mad because something you abandoned and aborted ain't there for you when it's convenient. Don't get mad. Hey, Rodney,
2: I want to jump in. I want to jump in because you said (laughs) you made me think about something. To take this one step further, and we won't keep it on Joel. As a matter of fact, we're going to get ready to close it out here, if you don't mind, um, at 9. But think about this. A small church and a big church, such as Joel, what Joel Osteen has, people will complain if you remain a small church and you're not growing, then you must not be doing something right. Because you're, you're 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 not growing, you don't have a lot of members, and they don't want to go, or they won't go. Then when you get to be a big church, which is kind of what you know, you talk about when you're for those people who you know you get no support when you're growing or starting, but but make it. Then your cousin, you know, you're my cousin, that's my cousin, blah blah blah. But think about small and big there there's an excuse of why churches don't grow about that pastor and then when they grow and the church as a whole and then when they grow well no church should be that big. You got no church should be that big and have the, that you know, that many members. So where where is it? Where what, what's the proper way? And that's that's what I mean by we have to start to monitor and dissect. in in order to understand what is it really coming from? What is the root of it all? What is the root of it all? Mm -hmm. Of your thinking, why, what moves your spirit, what gets you talking and communicating, what do you talk about, why, how often do you talk about it, and what and who does it benefit What and who? Because most times if we think about the stuff that we talk about and want to talk about, it's not worth it. It will kill your spirit that you are trying to renew. So not only, you know, you talk about, just to recap that, you talk about what Joel wouldn't do for... A con, I guess, for for the people of Houston. But will you do it? If you are the church, will you do it in your own home? And if so, how will you do it? How will you do it? And big church versus little church. What do you say about the big church not growing? Are you willing to go to that church who has 10 members but preach the word? Are you willing? Because small churches are dying out. They almost have to give in to grow and become part of that society. I'm not saying all of them do or that's the only way you make it big. I'm not saying that. But we sure do make it hard for those preachers who want to know you by name, who want to visit you not just when you're sick, but when your cousin is sick, who out of respect and love for you and and being your spiritual guide on this earth to help you, who just want you to know, I went by, I prayed. We don't want to go to that church. See, we can't put on the stilettos and the short skirt and go up in there and feel like we're going to find Bobby Joe. (laughs) Because there's nobody there, right? But when they get big, then how did they, they must be pimping, you know, and all of that. And that's not the case for everybody. And y'all know Rodney and I are probably the hardest people on, on all of that. But I feel that just like we always do, you jump on that bandwagon just to be on it. But like Rodney asked, what about you? what do we what are you holding back? And why? And that's what renewing that mind, which I love how you said, Rodney, how we when we talk about the heart, how we point, you know, at our chest. But but and I remember we did a show about about uh the heart versus the mind, I think it was. We may have to go back and review that before next week's show. But you guys you have to be willing You got to commit, 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 and be intentional every day. Renewing that mind. Be willing to have a change of heart that is produced by your welcoming and surrendering to the Holy Spirit so that, so that you know that you you are able to. Not only to discern but to know. And we're running around blinded by this world and the things of this world and the mess of this world. And it all all it is is to to redirect you, to misguide you, to distract you. And we allow it allow it we got to be willing to be honest say what needs to be said and put away what does not need to be said and done and be willing to call yourself out take those thoughts captive what does this thought do for where I'm going who, who I am working to be and the plan for my life, does it feed it or does it take away from it? It's not an easy thing to do for you and it's not an easy thing for people in this world to accept, period. So that's what the rest of the month um is going to be about thank God for writing because this was again his his suggestion was just do something and talk about it, and really, if you think about it, that's the best way to really cover something or uh, cover the topics that is needed for transformation, which is what the show is about, dying to self, so that you can live, truly live from the inside out. Not just not just be circumcised and have that outwardly appearance. Not just know it, but not living it, and not concerned, not convicted that you're not living it. Not willing to pick up that cross regardless of what's on it, and say, "I'm taking it all. I'm taking it all, but I'm following Christ." Because that's how you get it off of you. That's how you acknowledge it, accept it. Now. I'm I'm getting rid of it And we can't do it in our own strength Cannot Certainly cannot do it without a decision That I'm going to follow Christ Taking all my stuff All my mess But guess what You cannot Cannot think That every day for the rest of your life That all that stuff That you pick up That cross All that's on there every day You should not be okay with it remaining there. Some things should fall off. The cross should get a little lighter. It should get a little lighter. And that's because your choice, your intentional decisions, living, surrendering, saying, I will, I will do differently. I will be different. I will make better choices. I will no longer give in to my my captivity in my mind and my heart and my thoughts. I will no longer be a fool to that that way. And it all starts in the mind. Your your our I I will say our sick perceptions of of life, what should be, what should not be how we should be living, what we should have, what we shouldn't have, why this person has it and we don't, all of it starts in the sick mind. And until you change your heart, until you know that your heart is sick, until you say, my heart is sick, And be willing to snatch that thing out One at a time and deal with it And free yourself You will remain in bondage And you and to me Remaining in bondage and saying I serve God To me they just don't mix It just doesn't It does not mix for me And I think that's When I remember thinking, if this is it, if this is life, if this is how you feel day after day after day, year after year after year, if this is how you continue to think, live, feel, then I want no part of it. But that wasn't God's fault because it was all done for me and for you long ago. It's just a matter of, do I show up for it? Am I willing to show up for that freedom and be willing to live in that freedom? But in order to live in that freedom, I can't stay the same. I cannot. Matter of fact, I wouldn't have wanted to remain the same. And I don't want to remain the same as I am today. A year from now, I want to be able to look back and say, wow. I grew even more from that day. And when you do, you guys, and, and I'm not going to go much longer, but it's like for, for me, Rodney, and I don't know if you, if you were able to see this picture I, I posted a couple of weeks ago, and it was literally, I was walking at Shelby Farm, and I came up on a lake, and I looked over into this lake, and I saw one flower that was alive in the midst of several, I mean many, it's a lake, lilies that were dead. There was one single lily, blossomed, bloomed, colorful, it was alive. And instantly, I mean, not another thought came in my mind other than, this lily is alive amongst all these dead lilies. And it made me think about life and people who often feel like I'm trying to do this right. I am so trying not to go back to my stinking thinking, thinking, I think that's how they say that, to my wounded heart. I'm so, but sometimes this world seems so overpowering and like it's winning until it, 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 it gets the best of you. But to look out and see that and get the, get the vision that I got from it was so beautiful to me and to my heart because it said to me, my eyes are becoming, the things I see are becoming spiritual. Like I, I'm starting to see things differently. And that, to me, is, is one of the greatest blessings. I ordered my bit. well, Brandon ordered my business cards. I've had them, running a good couple of weeks. I realized <laughs> about a week ago that the address is wrong on the card. And how I found that oh, out. No. <laughs> no, I know, it's crazy. How I found that out was I had a new client, and she called. She had gotten lost. And I'm like, well, how can you get lost the address so then I realized that the address is wrong, same street wrong address but but that meant because it's the wrong address the 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 streets cross over, so she was actually on Rald Lagrange, but on the total on the opposite end of rod LaGrange that that jumps over another major street. So long story short, first thing you think about. Oh, you got to throw these cards away. But instantly, instantly, after thinking that, this is what came to mind. That's just one thing of many. This one thing on that card is wrong, but everything else on there is right. So why would you Mm -hmm. throw it away? Why would I throw it away? And that's with us. That's with us but i noticed it now i noticed that it was wrong now what am i gonna do about it so if you know that well, something and most times right now i believe we know we know we know we know we know we know, we know what our issues are people will come in and sit before me and i tell them all oh, you don't really need me to tell you this You don't need me to tell you this, but if you want to pay me to do this, if you want me to hear, if you want to hear it from somebody, let's do it. And every one of them have looked at me like I am simply out of my mind because you know there is nothing that we don't, that we need that we don't know. It's just are we willing to admit that we need it? Or does the ego come in? And no, we're good. We're good. I'm good with this life. I'm good with how I feel. I'm good with how I think. I'm good how I take one, go from one to 100 in in a second. So that's what the next month is going to be about. Um, and as you guys, I'll say this. Don't don't come back every Monday after Monday and not prepare your mind and your spirit for this. Read Romans. Pray for God to, 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 to guide you, to protect your mind, to direct your thoughts, and to take over your sight, meaning in the way that you see things, perceive things, want to do things. Be willing to to just unlearn, to become unlearned about your life and everything about that which you think it is, was, or is to be. So, Rodney, back over to you, and I'm done.
0: (laughs) Tim, I think that this is a great kickoff to the month of uh, September, and and I'm definitely looking forward to um, the next uh, several shows. Um, crazily, I don't know if you realize this, but we only have two more shows in September. So we'll see how this goes because we only have the 18th and the 25th. And then the next Monday after that will be October, um, uh, which is is very funny to me because I didn't realize it until just now. But um, to everyone listening, I think that this is, a great way um, to just go into the next season, and that could very well be. Um, I don't know if you if you look at the, the the natural seasons, could definitely be that. Or if you look at the seasons that are coming up, I mean, if you think about it, in the next. What is it, September? In the next three months, people are going to spend the most money they will all year long. Think about that. Because you got Thanksgiving coming up. you got Christmas. And that's when we spend the most money. And I'm going to challenge everyone not to do what we say or or, um, adapt our mentality or, or, or anything like that, but here's what I want to challenge everybody. Evaluate your mentality for the seasons that are approaching and ask yourself, Why are you spending so much money? Why do you get involved in the holiday season? Ask yourself that. And if it is not because it is what you want to do, then ask yourself, why are you doing it? If you say that you're doing it because you want to do it, I'm going to challenge you to ask yourself what would happen if you didn't do it. Because it's easy to say, oh, this is what I want to do, this is what I love doing, when deep down inside or deeper than that, it's really because you're afraid of Backlash. Or you or or you've convinced yourself that you want to do it. Ask yourself. I'm not saying don't. I'm just saying ask yourself. Evaluate your decisions over the next three months. Why are you making the decisions that you're about to make? Because As we all know, the next three months are going to determine the next 12. So ask yourself, something as common as shopping and spending money for the holiday season. Ask yourself why. Tammy, this has been another great show, and I'm so glad that you decided on this topic for the uh, remainder of September, at least for September. Um, And I'm looking forward to to the shows um, that are coming in the future. And there are some things that um, I definitely look forward to sharing. I just want to wait and see how they all unfold, but definitely look forward to to sharing some things with you guys, um, Terry, do you have any announcements before I play the music?
2: um right, well, and I'd just like to tell our listeners no no real announcements uh right now, but for the listeners, you know if you have any suggestions, you know maybe we'll do this for a while or we'll we'll do this and and um Sessions of four, and the good thing about it, Rodney, we can do it how we want to do it. So if we want the months to be from September 11th to October 11th, hey, that's a month. So that's the, that's yes, that's yes, one of the yes. questions about you know us being in control. So we'll go as long as need be with this topic. But again, I just ask for the listeners to be intentional about your life, your living, your transformation, your change, your your breakthrough. Your change of heart um, Be intentional About that And let nothing No one Interrupt that um, And share If you've got something You want us to talk about Send it to us You know how to get a hold of Rodney Or, or myself on Facebook uh, You know Select the number one And say hey Next month Can you guys talk about Whatever it let is? is let's, let's talk about What's on your mind And what you're going through And you can send that anonymously So if it's if it's something that you want us to talk about, you know, let us know. But also, don't just let us come on and you come on and you get nothing from this. Because I'll say this: that you get nothing that you apply, that you're willing to apply. Because you could get all the knowledge, but if you're not willing to make it applicable and take action, then 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 why why keep why keep coming and, and listening if you're not gonna make a decision? To change Or put forth that action So um, That's my announcement Show Show up with intentions And be willing to act upon them
0: Sounds good to me Thank you guys for tuning in with us tonight We will definitely See you next Monday Same time, same station This goes out to Cousin Diane in Atlanta
1: It's been a long, a long time coming, but I know. But it